What's going on, Sports Nation? Welcome to Game Breakers, the sports show where we'll be breaking down news that's relevant in the sports world. It's your host, Will. It's your guy, Edwin. Yes, sir. And we are back once again. Another podcast edition of Game Breakers. And, yo, we got a lot to get into, man. You know, we couldn't record Friday, but that's okay. You know, things happen. Oh, you know, boy. we was busy. Well, no, I mean, you know, I was busy. I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, yeah say it right, guy. please. No, hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. You're a busy guy, too. But let's no, but I was free for the episode, busy. obviously. I was free. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, guys, he's the reason why I could not make my, my what, week five picks and come back and take the lead on him. He's the reason why. So if I lose this season, I'm going right back to week five, and I'm like, this is the reason why I lost. Simple as. Okay, then we could just then we could just off put that, and then if you want, we can just say that every winner for this week will just add to our final total. Every winner for this week, yeah. Since we both didn't make picks, and if you really feel that it'll impact you that much, then we just add this week's games, and we'll just add the winners. So we'll just gain the points from it. If that's how you really feel, like then we could do that. Uh, okay, no, it's, it's, it's a thought. It's a thought. No, all right, it's a thought. All right. Well, look, that, that's probably what we'll just end up doing since we did miss the week. We'll just every team that won, we'll just add it and we'll just so it's free points. Like if, if we miss predictions, then it's free points. But it's a matter. I'm still behind by the same amount, though. Exactly. But I'm saying is that you still get the points, though, for this week. Since Who that's cares? Such a big game. Oh, my God. Bro, there were so many games this week where we would have picked. Yo, we would have picked all the same teams. You I don't know my thought right process. Now. Stop that lioness. Bro, you definitely Lion. would not have taken any risk. <laughs> the only game. That we might have differed on was the Panthers and Eagles game because I said that I didn't think that the Panthers were going to be that good without CMC. Oh, so that's the only boy. game that we might have differed on. There we go. The real talk. Look at the matchups. I saw the matchups. Thank you. We would have picked the same team. No, we wouldn't have. have. Oh my. No, we wouldn't have. I would uh, put the Bears over the Raiders. Easy match. No, you wouldn't have. I would have picked the what? Stop it. Oh my god, stop the cap right now. Stop the cap. Stop it right now. All right, look, 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 look. I talked to you in the past few days on uh podcast. So, you know, like, is there anything that's new going on? You, you know, anything that you're doing differently? No, no, okay, okay. No. Well, I'm gonna tell you about my weekend real quick. Uh, not too much ab- about my weekend, but you know, just some of the interesting things that I did. Um, so I saw the James Bond movie. Are you into James Bond? Oh, yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yo, you know, I used to want to be a spy so bad as a kid. Like, I thought that it was so cool when people could just go into, like, a room of 40 people and they could just beat up everybody in there on, like, some secret spy stuff, you know? You could do that, too, one day. Nah, it's too late. It's too late, <laughs> bro. Like, you know, like, I'm, already, like, I'm already doing this. I'm already okay, doing this. Okay, okay, you know okay. what I'm saying? Like, this is what I, I want to do. But, you know, as, like, a kid, you know, I, I used to want to go on, like, missions and drive fancy cars that have explosive rigged to them so I could, like, mm-hmm. shoot guns from the car. It's, it's just very cool. Mm-hmm. Also, I watched um on HBO Max. You have HBO Max? Uh, I don't have HBO Max. Okay, okay, okay. Well, anyways, you ever heard of the, of the, of the Sopranos? Yeah, I definitely, definitely heard of them. Yeah, so they had a movie that came out, like, last week, and it's on HBO Max. And, like, I watched it. And it was good. So now I'm watching The Sopranos, the original show. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm, the show mm-hmm. that I'm watching currently. And it's it's really good. So, I mean, it, it came out in 1999. But mm-hmm. I generally don't like watching old shows that be having, like, the old-looking graphic and stuff. But it's like they mastered it or whatever because the quality looks pretty good. So, yeah, no, I actually recommend The Sopranos. And now I low-key feel Italian. Italian? Italian? Yeah. 
Yes. Why? Yeah, because this, the Sopranos, it's, you know, the mafia, like the Italian mafia in New yeah. Jersey. And they live in Newark. So, you know, so I, now, I get it. I yeah, get it. yeah, you know what I'm saying? So now you address me as Will Soprano, all right? You know, like that's just, that's just, that's just how I'm going now, you know? Okay. Oh, so yeah. I Actually, I did do something interesting this right, past weekend. I, I, want, I went to go see Shang-Chi. Shang Shang-Chi, I think it's called. Shang-Chi, Ten Rings. You heard of it before? Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the um the Asian Marvel movie, right? Yes. Ah, okay. How was marvelous. that? Marvelous. Marvelous. Really? Yeah, it was nice. I liked it a lot. You know, I liked yeah, you it. You know, I'm not going to lie because I'm a big superhero action movie guy like Marvel with the mm -hmm. Avengers, like Thor mm -hmm. and all that. But I don't know. Like, nothing about that movie made me want to go see I have not watched it yet. So you I'm gonna like, not going to go see it. it. Like, I'll probably wait it. till it comes like out on Disney Plus or whatever. I'll probably just wait. But like, yeah, like the movie didn't really make me want to go watch it. I mean, like, what was so good about it? Um, I like the story. The storyline, the plot was really nice. Uh, at hmm. first, when you start watching this, like, what's really going on? Because you can see what's going on, but yeah, you don't really know the the full meaning behind it. Like, you know, I don't want to give any spoilers, but uh, the ending was okay too. I wish that the movie was a little bit more longer. But so did it end like there was gonna be a part two? Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Ah, okay, okay. So and was there like a and like was there like an end credit scene? Like you yes. know how like the movie ends yes, and they yes, play yes, the credits. Yes. Two. Okay, it was okay. actually two. Two. Yeah. Ah, okay, all right, nice. Wait, so, th but that one came out a few weeks ago. Yeah. So, was the theater packed, or was it pretty empty? It wasn't packed, actually. Wait, it was, it not. was or was it? wasn't. Oh, okay, okay, so it was just, like, you and whoever you went with mm -hmm. there? Oh, okay, mm -hmm. so free so free theater. Yeah, pretty much, That's pretty nice. much. Free That's theater, nice. it was nice. Oh, okay, okay. Nice. Um, Yeah, Uh, also, you know what movie you should go see, bro? What? Venom and Carnage. Venom and Carnage. yeah. Like Venom, Venom. You know? Okay, yeah, yeah, Venom. Yeah, Venom, Venom. yeah. So the movie's called Venom. Let there be carnage. Because yeah, 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 I'll go see that. I'll go see yeah, that. that's really good. I saw that last weekend. That was super good. Uh, now look, you know the. You question said it was average. No, I said it was good, but I said that it was too short. Oh, okay. Now you know the question that I gotta ask you. Okay. Did I'm, you get popcorn and a slushie? No. <sighs> so no. you went to the movies and just sat there? You didn't snack on anything? I had a water bottle. Oh, my God. Why? Why? Why do I have to go get a popcorn and slushie? This, guy, this guy's so movie passes should be revoked immediately. I'm not going to hold you. Yo, who does that? Everybody. A slushie and popcorn? Yes. That's so weird. No, no one does that. that. It's probably weird. Because your slushy combination is probably terrible. You probably go get like the Mountain Dew slushy. Oh my no, I don't. I, well, my combinations be nice. You supposed to get blue, 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 red, 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 blue. Oh, red, <laughs> there we go. And blue, blue, blue. Stop it, please. Then, it. then, Josh. He forgets this put, this combination all the time. He's making it then up. You, then you put the cover on top of it. Then you top it off with some red. But then you leave a little space to finish it off with some blue. That's how you do it. But you just go red, blue, then like red. That's what you do. Yo, this not a laughing matter to you. Bro. Bro. I can't. I just can't with now, you. Yo, I really can't. Now, hold on. Wait, bro. Real quick. Before we oh, do move God. on, did I tell you that I am now? So you know how I have some AMC stock, right? Uh-huh. Do you now know that I am also an AMC member? A StubHub member, I pay fifteen dollars a year. Really? Yep. Because when we went to go see Venom uh, and the Carnage movie, 
they only had like five people working at the snack line and the line was so damn long mm. like and then i saw the members line there was nobody mm. in there mm. so i bought a membership so i could go in that line oh okay I'm, yeah okay. but we ended up missing like the first 15 minutes of the venom movie because the line was long so thank god that i saw that but by the time that i even like realized that there was a stub hub line like for members we were basically at the front Mm. So now, whenever I go like the movie, so because I'm gonna go see that Spider-Man movie, of course you gotta go see that Spider-Man movie. Mm. Um, you know it's it's it, it's gonna be packed. Feel me? So really I already, so so I can already tell that the snack line is gonna be crazy. So now I can just go on the membership line where it's shorter. It's lit, bro. It is lit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know whoever's with me, we can just go together. So it's not like only I can get from that line. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like. I can just get whatever. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right. But, yo, enough movie talk, all right? Like, this is not the Movie Breakers podcast, right? It's Game Breakers. For, you know, like, for sports, you know? Like, I, mm-hmm. it, less of this movie stuff. But I, I, I did just want to know, you know, how the Shang-Chi movie was. Because, again, you know, I didn't see it. And I didn't, you know. But I, but to be to, to your credit, I have heard that it's a very good movie. So, so, you know, you haven't said anything that anybody else hasn't. But real quick, out of five stars, what would you give that? Oh, I, I usually do a, a ten star rating. Okay, five stars. Oh no, 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 Give me ten. Give me ten. Give me ten. Ten. I give it a seven point five. Wait, 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 wait. Now I get a point for our system. You know. You said that it was good, but you gave it a C. I didn't say I gave it a C. I mean, but a seven out of out of ten is like a well, seven point five is a seventy five. So that's so like you know, if, if you get a seventy five in school, that's a C. Yeah, the only reason why was because I feel like the movie should have been a little bit longer. Um, okay, but like not the quality yeah. of the movie. Yeah, yeah, not for the quality. No, of course not. Uh, it was nice. It was nice. That's me being generous. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was okay. I like action movies. I like Marvel movies. So, so should I pay to see it or should I wait for it to come out on Disney Plus? I mean, at this point now, I think you should just, you wait. Should just wait. Yeah. All right. Facts. 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 All right. Now, yo, less of that. Let's get into some football so talk because yeah. Week Five is going on now. Look, we couldn't give our Week Five picks, so. I don't know if Edwin just wants to just credit all the wins or whatnot. You know what? Matter of fact, no. I'll tell you what. We'll credit all the wins, and I'll give you an extra game. Like, you know, like, like, you'll, like you'll get I don't need point. your sympathy. Because I feel bad for you. Uh, so, I don't need your so sympathy. You need to catch up in, like, the worst way. So I'm, I'm down with, like, what, four? That's not yeah, nothing. Four. That's nothing. All right. All right, fine. So then we'll just skip this week then. All right, cool. Now, look. Bunch of fantastic games yesterday, and there's a Monday night game today, uh, Ravens versus the Colts, we'll, which we'll talk about, uh, you know, after we talk about just, you know, what happened yesterday. But come on, Ravens, let's go! Because I'm a big Ravens, Ravens fan today. Um, you know, I had to scream that. You know, I, I, am a, I am a Giants fan, but today I am Ravens Nation, okay? If you know, you know. Now, look, let's just get into a quick breakdown. Let's just skim through these games really fast, bro. Now, Jaguars versus Bengals, they, mm-hmm. whoa. <clears throat> Wrong game. Wrong, My fault. Wrong, Look at the wrong game. page. Rams versus Seahawks. Thursday night football. Uh, the Seahawks, they ended up losing this game. Rams won. I think that wasn't really the surprise because I think that even with, uh, you know, the Seahawks being healthy, that the Rams were expected to win. Mm-hmm. But Russell Wilson went down out six to eight weeks with a thumb injury. Geno Smith had to come in. He looked pretty good, but we, we just knew that Geno Smith was not going to be enough to lead a comeback to beat the Rams. Well, at some point, it did look likely because, listen, the defense got the stop that they needed, and he came back. And if it wasn't for Tyler Lockett slipping on that pass route, I think 
it would have been a much better outcome for them, but it was a, a breathtaker just to get picked off on the first play when they get the ball back. So, but it was, I'm mean, Gino played well though. He played well. Yeah. And you know, I actually can't even fault Gino Smith for that interception because mm -hmm. Tyler Lockett was tripped up. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's not really like he made a bad throw per se, but by the time that he threw that Timing. ball, Lockett like was already running, but he just like slipped while he running slipped. towards the ball. That's or timer, I don't know bro. if he slipped. Or I don't remember if he was tripped. He but... slipped. I think he slipped. Okay, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's the timing thing you got to make, you know? And you yeah, can't have so that was, you know, like that kind of sealed off the game. I'm not going to blame Geno Smith there too much. But I think we both weren't surprised that the, that the Rams actually won that game. No. And I think no. that we actually made, didn't. Did, did we, we made the picks for that. that pick? Yeah. yeah we made okay. The so okay. So that's a game right there. Boom. Oh, I'm about to say because we definitely do usually make those picks on Wednesday's show. Oh, now up. let's move on because I woke up yesterday, Sunday morning. You know, beautiful day. I woke up a little early to the Jets versus the damn Falcons. I said, I said, this is basically the sports version of a headache. I'm like, who wants to watch this? I'm like, you know, like so we're trying to actually end up being nice. Then I'm like, yo, we're trying to expand the game to the UK and we're sending them poverty. You know, like, oh, I just felt God. bad for those two teams. But let me get serious. The New York Jets, basically the uh, NFL version of Tottenham Hotspurs, if, if you know. So it was very it was very befitting that they played at their stadium. They went to uh, England, played the Atlanta Falcons in a very in a very good game. Or I wouldn't say very good game, but. The game got better as it went on. Let me not say very good, but the game got better as it went on. Uh, you know, the, the Jets were kind of getting, uh, you know, embarrassed, you would say. But then they ended up making a nice second half comeback. Uh, you know, Zach Wilson, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd have to say this goes down as a bad game, shaky game, whatever you, you want to say it. It, it. it definitely wasn't a good game. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, just give me your take, you know, Jets fan here. So, like, how do you feel that your team re represented in the U.K., bruv? I mean, so our first time going to the UK, we won against the Dolphins. That that was our during our winning year that we had with Fitzpatrick. But coming into this year, you know, I was excited, obviously, but the performance that we gave did not deserve to be in the likes of London. It really didn't. We don't deserve that. We don't deserve to show people that kind of nonsense because what I watched on Sunday morning was just terrible. And I can go on a rant here for a long time, but I know for the sake of the show's time, we have to keep on moving. <laughs> but listen, man, it was like you said before, it wasn't a good game by Zach Wilson. Yeah. The whole offense, we are not a second half team, but yet we start off so slow in the first half and we think we could throw our way back into the game. It's not possible at all. But listen, man, another topic for another day. So but. Yeah, man, big game from Kyle Pitts as well. I mean, what was he, the fourth and pick? He, it had to be against us and he breaks out again, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he for the first four weeks to do nothing. And what's crazy is that I think that, you know, I think that Kyle Pitts was relied on a bit more because there was no Ridley. So yeah, no Ridley, no Russell Gage. They had to use, yo, we were getting our ass busted by Cordell Patterson. Nah, hold on, hold on, wait now. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, wait. Don't do... wait. A kick returner. No, hold, no, hold no. on, wait. No. Move on to the next game, bro. Wait, Move hold on, on wait. Game. Hold on, wait. Real quick, bro. Don't do that. Cordell Patterson is nice this season, bro. No, he, he is, but don't forget where he came from, bro. He's a kick <laughs> returner. He's a kick returner, bro. Yo, no, no, wait. I'm not going to lie. Cordell Patterson definitely... Cordell, Cordell Patterson has to be in some kind of award talk for most improved because this, this guy looks like a monster now. And he was a first-round pick. I mean, he was kind of a bust considering how he did for a first-round pick. But the guy's been playing really well, like, this season. I mean, he looks like – yo, the guy plays – he's a wide receiver slash running back, and he looked fantastic. 
No, he had, but he's a kick returner, bro. (laughs) He's a kick returner. And the reason why I say that is because we're making this guy look much nicer than he actually is. I mean, to be fair, Bobby, but everybody's making him look much nicer. Oh my god, yo, but still, but still, that's a kick returner. All right, man. Yo, look, we hold on real quick, bro. Through the trenches. What the heck? What are you doing? He's getting a running back, wide receiver, and we can't stop him. Like, how? Like, there was no Christian McCaffrey. Did you hold on? Did you wake up for that game? Of course, I, I went to church and I and I, I was watching it a little bit in church too. Yo, had me mad in church. It's supposed to be a day of peace. <laughs> had me mad in church. I, yo, I was so pissed off. You know what? Like, yo, I'm in church right now. Let me just calm down, Wusa. You know, because Usa. listen, if I get upset right now, I'm gonna look kind of weird. All right, now real quick, let's move on to the Patriots versus Texans in a very close game. Um, Patriots did win. I think we expected the Patriots to win, but I thought the Patriots would win a bit more comfortable, especially because, um, you know, rookie quarterbacks don't beat Bill Belichick. But you know, David Mills, Sills, whatever the guy name is, he looked like he had a very, he had a very great chance of winning that game yesterday. And who would have thought? And I was really hoping David Mills, Davis Mills, would win that game. Seriously, they were up. 22 to 9 at one point. 22 to 9. Listen, man. And they just let the Patriots come down, get a touchdown. They punt and they get a field goal. And then now as the game's over, like, bro, that was your chance right there. Get down the field and score a field goal at least to get the game winner. Oh, my goodness. I was so pissed off because, listen, Mac Jones didn't have the best game per se. You know, he had an okay game. It was, it was good, good enough to win. But, ah. Listen, man, Davis Mills, he played well, too. 312 yards, three TDs. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, no, definitely. Now, moving on to the Lions versus Vikings. Another very shaky game for the Vikings here. I mean, 19 to 17. All that offensive talent on the team, and it, it just does not seem to be clicking. I think Dalvin Cook missed the game yesterday, so I think that was – I think he's been out the past two weeks. And, you know, I mean, Adam Thielen's there. Justin Jefferson is there. But, the, like, the offense is just not clicking. And that's what you need is for your offense to click, especially with your defense being so subpar. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think about that win? I mean, like, another heartbreak for, for the Lions as, as well. Like, that, like the Lions are cursed, honestly. So Yeah, he had Dan Campbell crying after the after the game because of how badly, <laughs> you know, he, you know, 0-5 is, is tough for any team, to be honest. I experienced that last year. But, listen, he was crying. He was balling out in tears. Especially with, with, like, how they've been losing. Too, yes. Bro, they've yeah. been competitive. Every game, pretty much every game. I'm actually game. no, okay, maybe I'd have cried too because I've been like, yo, bro, there's no way we're 0 5 and we've been probably playing because they've two been playing way better goals. than expectations. Two walk off field goals, 50 plus yards. You like, you're cursed. <laughs> you're cursed. I want to say this, well, this uh, before we go on, yeah. I didn't really believe him too much because he's no Davin Cook, but Madison once again rushed for over 100 yards, so gotta give credit where it's due. He did play really well once again. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, you know, any anytime you lose Dalvin Cook, I mean, your offense takes a hit. But Alexander Madison is definitely not a far drop from, you know, for having a backup running back. He's definitely yes. one of the best at what he does. I'd say Kareem Hunt is probably the best backup in the yes. NFL. Yes, but I'd say that Alexander Madison is definitely up there as well. So he's yeah. a good player. And whenever he's given the chance, he usually does perform, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. but I go Kareem, I, Hunt, I go Kareem Hunt, Tony Pollard, then and Madison after that. Ooh. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, look, Tony Parler has been bowling out for the Cowboys. It's a yeah. bit weird because to me, 
Zeke is a work like you know, like like, like Zeke is a is a three down back. Like he should mm-hmm. be never coming off the field, but they mm-hmm. found a way to bring him all off the field. So and it's and, you know, and Pollard is taking advantage, and now you get to keep two back, keep them fresh. So I mean, I think mm-hmm. it's a win win situation for everybody. Mm-hmm. If we're being honest, now look, Eagles versus Panthers. The Eagles won. Uh, Eagles actually had to make a late comeback to win this game because um, they were down. I'm, I believe heading into the fourth. And, you know, I mean, Jalen Hurts just does not look that good. But, you know, rushing touchdown, you know, it looked pretty I – mean, he looked okay yesterday. The Eagles defense also did a good job of containing that Panthers offense, which does not have CMC, which is what, which is kind of like the point that I was making out to you uh, last week was that, you know, like without that engine, like that offense is just not as threatening because now you really don't have to worry about the running game. And that's not any disrespect to Chuba Hubbard. But, you know – Who had 101 was, yards last night. Yeah, yeah, it's no, it's no, it's no disrespect to him, but he's not like you're not really game planning for him, you know. And he is a rookie, so you know, of course, he he can still make his mark in the NFL. But right now, you're not game planning for him. Like so, now you're just more so focused on letting them run the ball because you're like, okay, well, you have more, you have Robbie Anderson, so we're not going to try to let you beat us passing the ball. You know what I'm trying to say? And Sam Darnold didn't look that good as well. He looked terrible. And. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not really so, and it's like it's, and it's, it's like I said last week, like I'm not that surprised that the Eagles won, you know. Uh, but go ahead, give me your take on that. Sam Donald did a little too much to try to try and win this game. I mean, listen, they're up at one point, fifteen to three. Listen, at that point, just manage the game, get the win, and it, it's better to win a boring game, like Jubri said last night, fifteen to three, seventeen to seven, whatever the case may be, than to try and add on more points to the total. Like you have the Eagles right where you wanted to and then you let them come back and make this and make this come back real and win the game so i was very disappointed about that yeah man now look let's move on saints versus the football team now saints won 33 22 i don't think there's too much to say because it it is the football team you would say that you probably would have thought that the saints would have been the favorites Mm -hmm. i mean look this like this this football team's defense is just what a disappointment Mm. What a disappointment! Considered mm. to be top five coming into into this league, um, into into this season, I'm hearing everything about this defensive line. You know, the unit's going to be nice. Quarterbacks aren't going to even have time to hike the ball because, like, like with that front four or whatever the hell they play, and mm. yeah, they're like they're just giving up a lot of points. They, they like they have to be like one of the worst teams for points per game, uh, giving up on defense. I'm actually not sure about that, but I'm pretty sure that they're not higher than the 20s. So. It's very disappointing, but I think that this game could have probably went either way. I mean, I'm you know I'm not really a big believer in Taylor Heineke, but uh, yeah, it's just like last night. Yeah, it's just my thing. It's that defense; it has to do better, and and it's not. So I'll say one thing: cannot give up a hail mary at the end of the half. Oh yeah, Marcus Callaway cannot. You know, cannot. And prior to that, they had another bomb of a touchdown thrown by Jameis Winston, that defense has been getting shred, like you just said. But you cannot have a Hail Mary completed by the other side before halftime. Just can't happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, and speaking of uh, terrible pass defenses, because I think that the, cause I think that the football team secondary is terrible. I mean, look, Landon Collins mm-hmm. is an absolute scrub. He's basically a middle linebacker playing strong mm-hmm. safety because, like, that guy cannot defend in pass coverage. And I think that's why the Giants didn't want to pay him. But so is Jamal Adams. And, I mean, I know that we talked about the Seahawks game, but just real quick, just to bring it back there. Mm-hmm. What the hell is going on here? You, you guys you, you guys won that trade. Of course. You know, course. like by a landslide. Like not even just getting a two-first pick. 
I mean, what the hell is that? I mean, obviously, Jamal Adams' in, in, influence is great on, like, a locker room. I'm pretty sure that, that the guys rally around him. But damn. Yes. And it's like I said like, a couple of episodes ago, listen, I'm not a Jamal Adams hater. Like, I really like the guy. He's a great character. You know, Prez is my guy. And I like what he did for the New York Jets. But he does not deserve to be paid the highest safety in the league. He doesn't because he, he can't cover properly. Yeah, no, He's I'm not the guy. Higby. I'm no, I, I'm I'm not to agree with you. I mean, like, this, like this guy couldn't cover me, like past ten Probably yards. Not. I, Probably like, not. I, I'm not gonna hold you. I mean, you know, maybe you know he put like a little jam on me. You know, he probably strong as hell. I'm not gonna hold you. You feel me? Like, so like that oh, might break yeah. me down right there. Probably, but probably not gonna hold you. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying, coming out of my route, let me give him a little stutter move. I'm cooking him. <laughs> like this guy couldn't cover a tree. Like, I just don't get it. I don't understand. But, yeah, I don't, you know, let's not, you know, go back to that. But, yeah, like, just speaking, like, because I don't know why that just came in my head. Like, when I'm thinking of just, yeah, to be the highest paid safety and you can't pass coverage, mm. I might as well just put you as, like, a Von Miller type edge rusher stuff. Probably. That's what I'm Probably. saying, G. Now, look, let's move on to the Titans versus Jaguars. I think for nobody here is surprised that the Titans won. The Jaguars actually were a bit competitive in that first half. I mean, like, they – or is the first half – yes, I think from my memory serve me correctly that the Jaguars, that they looked pretty good. But, you know, Derrick Henry just did Derrick Henry-like things. And, yeah, that game kind of got, got away from them. Yeah, Jaguars made it competitive in the first quarter pretty much. Uh, yeah, first quarter they played really well. And it, I think the whole half they played pretty well. First half they played okay. But by then, it was 24-13, had no chance, real chance of coming back. And it was a nice controlled effort by the Titans to win the game. Yeah, yeah. Yo, uh, okay, yeah. Derrick Henry is really, is really, uh, is really a monster. Like, like when like, I actually think about it, because, you know, I, I sometimes, like, I don't know why I do this, okay? I'm not going to lie. You know, like, when I watch football games, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I was supposed to be in the NFL, for those of you who don't know, but... He was. You know, uh, just, you know, like, you know, like the injury happened. just got to me, you know, like it's like the injury just messed it up. So now nah, let me stop. But, you know, I just always think because I, I used to want to be a professional athlete growing up. Mm-hmm. I think most kids that play sports do, you know, yes. those, those are your idols and stuff like that. Yeah, you want to get paid to play sports. Exactly. And when I look at where I played, so I was so I started off as a running back, but I kind of had some fumble issues. Mm-hmm. So I was moved to wide receiver. Then I played kick returner, and then I was I was kick, I was kick returner, punt returner, and then I was a free safety and corner, right? Mm-hmm. So I think if I was in the NFL, right, I would most likely be playing mm-hmm. somewhere like corner or safety, right? And now I'm six foot, hundred and I think I'm like eighty. I'm down to hundred eighty, so I'm hundred and like eighty two pounds, right? If I was playing strong safety or free safety, because I was a free safety, if Derrick Henry and me were in open space. What the hell would I do? Go for the legs. That's what all smaller DBs do. Go for the legs. I mean, no. like, I, you got to do it. That's what you got to do. I would just fake let him just juke me out. I'm not going to hold you. I don't want no smoke. You can't fake. If he's running directly straight at you, you can't fake him juking you out. Like, nah, look, bro. I'm going to just run towards him, and I'm going to just trip. Oh, my goodness. You get benched after that. Yo, Make an effort. I'd rather get benched. Thank it. Yo, uh, imagine imagine Derrick Henry giving you a stiff arm in your current body frame right now. I would live. Bro, he'd probably crack a rib. Are you kidding? I would, I would live. 
Nah, oh, man. man. Derrick Henry is like, yo, uh, bro, man. I'm like trying to tackle an Escalade, dog. Like, th- like that guy is just huge. Just insane, like, the way that he's able to move for his size and how fast he is, too. Because once he gets in space, it's not like you can really just track him down, really, unless you're super fast as well. But, like, he's going, too. Separation speed, the yeah. power, the shiftiness. And early on in his career, memory, he used to run high. So maybe you could go low. But now he's lowering his shoulders. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Mm. There's no way. There's no way. Um, but yeah, now just you know, funny way of kind of viewing it. Like when I think, like if I was in the NFL, I'd probably be a scrub because I'd, I'd be too scared to hit a lot of these guys. Just, just saying. Now, Dolphins versus Bucks. Tom Brady. Fan, like, what can we say about this guy? Look, is Tom Brady beating Father Time? Like, went off yesterday, and I don't even know how many touchdowns he, he's on pace for. But a very enter- entertaining game versus the Dolphins, who tried their best. I mean, look, I got to give Coach Flores and the Dolphins, you know, just a round of applause because we all knew that they were going to get slapped up yesterday. You know, like no Tua. But I kind of do expect better from the Dolphins' secondary, considering that you have the two highest-paid corners on your team. To my knowledge, I think that Xavier Howard and Byron Jones are the two highest-paid corners. So, and you know, burnt you know I expect a little better. That's all that I'm saying. But, you know, Antonio Brown back to doing what AB does. Mike Evans had a fantastic game. And, you know, there were just no answers for that passing offense. Yeah, the Dolphins, uh, the issue coming into that game was would they be able to keep up with the scoring that the Buccaneers would possess? And they did for the most part, I guess you could say, for the first half. Um, And then it came out of the second half and they got touchdown too, so they cut the lead down to seven. But once again, the Bucs score, you guys come back and score again. And that defense – Apparently last night was not good enough to hold them. And Xavier and Howard, Byron Jones, those boys got burnt. I'm not sure if Byron Jones even played, but those boys got burnt last yeah, night. Yeah, I'm not that sure either. But uh, who's the running back for? I think Gaskins. Yeah, he's cool. He played a really good game. Yeah, really I think game. he had two. I think he had two receiving touchdowns. I think he had like yeah. 74. I think he had 10 catches. It's like 74 like yards. Seven, 74 mm-hmm. yards and two mm-hmm. touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was their only real bright spot on that offense. But, you know, they got absolutely handled yesterday. But, Baron you know, play, sorry, I man. think that you would say that the Bucks are expected to be back in the Super Bowl. The Dolphins are expected to be rebuilding, in a sense. So, mm-hmm. I think this game went to plan. But any but anytime a team scores 45, I mean, Jesus, it was just ridiculous. Now, yeah, no. Packers versus Bengals. I just want to say this before we start off. Mason Crosby, hang it up, okay? Now... What the hell was that game <laughs> yesterday? It seemed like no kicker wanted to make a field goal. And Mason Crosby, considering what I had on the line for the Packers to win, I, I'm not a fan of him anymore. I used to think that he was a really re- uh, reliable kicker. But as a kicker, I know that kicking isn't as easy as we all think that it is. We like You should understand that kicking is very hard. Mm-hmm. But when that's your only job, like you're not like you don't have to memorize plays. You don't have to block. You don't, you don't have to sometimes run routes. You don't have to switch up coverage. You only have one job. Kick the damn ball. Three missed field goals in one game? Yeah, in one game? And was two of three? them were go-aheads? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you dumb? Mm. I expect him cut today. He should have been cut yesterday. If they would have lost that game, and if I was the coach or owner, Mason Crosby would have been cut after that game. I don't know about that. Way back to Green Bay. Uh, I don't know about that, man. I'm not going to hold you. Whoa, why are you sounding like that? Oh, yeah, I was yawning. because you, oh, you, you, you were boring me. What's going on here? You were boring me. Sorry. Oh, you, yo, you, you <laughs> see the disrespect that I have to deal with? 
Oh my I'm sorry. God. Like you were boring me. You were boring Look, me. man. All that I'm saying is that Mason Crosby, you sold, but you didn't sell at the same time. So I'm not. Look, to me, kickers are on a very short lease because there's a high demand for kickers that are good, and there's not that many kicking jobs because generally you only need one kicker on your team, like a kicker and like maybe a puncher, or maybe one of them could do even both because you don't really need a backup kicker. Your kicker barely gets touched, so you only generally have one kicker on your roster. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of kickers out there that are probably going to do a better job than Mason Crosby, and I think that he's very lucky that, um, that the Bengals kicker missed his go-ahead field goal in overtime because I think that's the only reason that he has not been cut yet. I know one thing's for sure. You should be glad that McPherson missed the go-ahead uh, game-winning field goal <laughs> that would have ended any chance of missing Crosby coming back and hitting that game-winning field goal. But listen, man, a lot of missed opportunities by both teams. Uh, this game really should have been ended in the before the overtime started, Mason Crosby, as he just said. But before that, McPherson missed a 57-yard field goal, too. It was it was a lot of missed opportunities. But I would say this good fight back by the Bengals. That's all. Yes. Broncos versus Steelers. Look, Steelers were the underdogs coming into this game, and I, I don't think the Steelers so. haven't been that good. Yeah. But to me, I still think that the Steelers are a bit better than the Broncos. Like, when it like, really comes down to it, I think I'd be more comfortable saying that I would expect the Steelers to beat the Broncos. Mm. Um, So... That was a very good game. Teddy Bridgewater mm-hmm. looked solid. Ben mm-hmm. Roethlisberger is just doing Ben Roethlisberger right now. I mean, the guy's falling off. And I think Father Time has caught up to Big Ben. But good game. Juju went down. He is actually now out for the season. I think he had a shoulder injury. Yes. And he did have surgery, I believe, this morning or something like that. But Juju's done for the year. So, you know, guys like Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool are going to have to step up. And I'm not, and now, I'm not going to lie, I'm expecting Chase Claypool to put up some crazy numbers if he can stay healthy, because I think mm-hmm. he's an absolute beast. But I think mm-hmm. the Steelers were expected to win this game. Uh, Broncos' offense isn't that good. You know, they do have Melvin Gordon, uh, the tight end there, Noah Font, but no – what's the guy's name? Jerry Judy is not there. And, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is just going to do a good job of managing games. But I don't really believe that Teddy Bridgewater is the guy that is going to necessarily – give you a, a commanding lead, but I think that he'll be able to manage a, a lead, but I'm not that surprised that the Steelers win this game. Um, Considering how the Steelers have been playing the past weeks, I am kind of a little bit surprised at how they started the game and how they won. Okay. Uh, and I think that's more so because of how the Broncos started off on offense. The first half was just dreadful for them. And then they got the ball back second half punted Steelers went down and, and got a touchdown and the game was pretty much uh, pretty much over the, the Broncos cut it to, uh, one score a game, but the interception late of the game caused yep. them to uh, right the end zone too. Like, yeah, that right was, end zone. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like that was like right there on the goal line, really. Yep, yep and they yep. couldn't afford to run the ball because I think generally you you would run the ball there. Yeah, but because of how much time was left, if you don't get that in the end zone, you might not even have enough time to get another play off, really per se. So yeah, you have to keep going. going it. Okay, goal. So, yeah, might as well. Yeah, I mean, because if you because you know if you think about it, you could have ran the ball maybe like the first two plays. If it didn't work out, then then like on the third, then you know on third and goal, then maybe you go to a pass. Then on fourth and goal, then you go for another pass. But mm. because of the time restrictions that they had, they could not afford to kind of play it safe. Because if you don't get that ball in the end zone, you run the ball. That's it, really. Yeah, and like you just mentioned, so every play that they had. Uh, starting from first and nine was a pass play. So they weren't really intent on running the ball anyway yeah. when they got down there. Yeah, but surprising uh, L here, Raiders. 
losing to the Bears. Justin Fields, I mean, talk to me about that game. 22-9. Raiders looked like they had nothing going on offense. Nothing. Very, very surprising, considering that that Bears unit is not really all that, to be honest. It's not what it used to be. Like, we know that they still have some playmakers there, especially, you know, Khalil Mack. But it's not fared as I would say that maybe you thought that it would have been like when Khalil Mack was first tra- traded there. It's kind of like the like the Bears defensive hype has died down a lot. So mm. I expected better from the Raiders. They've mm-hmm. kind of come back down to earth after their, you know, early wins mm-hmm. that they had. They were people were, t- you know, they were talking about them like they were going to probably win their division and make the playoffs and all this mm-hmm. other nonsense, mm-hmm. which they still could, I guess. Like they're still in it. But, you know, they definitely have come mm-hmm. down to earth. A little bit. And yeah, talk to me about that, because to me, I would have thought that the Raiders would be able to beat the Bears, especially, you know, being able to maybe confuse a rookie quarterback and Justin Fields, give him a couple different looks that he's probably never seen. But that just wasn't the case. So I do not think the Bears are a good football team. I'm going to call it as it is. Agreed. And I'm um, mad that they won because we need that first round pick next year. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, but they are somehow some way three and two. And they are using 1980s football with Justin Fields, uh, <laughs> only 12 or 20 and 111 yards to win the football Ooh. game. That it was enough to beat a Raiders team that was putting up at least 30 points uh, per game the last couple of weeks. And somehow, some way, that offense couldn't get going. So I'm really surprised here. But listen, man, like you said before, Raiders have just fallen off the curve. Yeah, I mean, do you think that this is more so the Raiders underperforming, or do you think that this is just like their level regardless? I think they're underperforming because, listen, uh, well, it's tough. It's tough because in each of the past, what, three or four games, they've been behind. And somehow, way, they've pulled a, a trick out of the rabbit hole and they have that, – that, that's, that's how you say it? Is it I, I, I think that you said that wrong. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Is it, a ra- is it a rabbit out the hat? I think. Whatever. I, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> 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 ah, okay. Yeah, so – they, they've been able to fight back in each of those games and somehow win, but they couldn't do it against the Chargers, and they couldn't do it against the Bears this time around. Now, can they continue to fight back? No, I don't think they can, so they have to start off on a, on a, a more aggressive note. But the Raiders, for me, man, is either they get that settled or they, they continue to come back down to reality. Yes. Now, yo, let's move on to the best game of the week. I mean, let's be real. Chargers versus Browns. What a freaking game, man. You know me. You know I love offense. So mm-hmm. that was right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Like, I was in dreamland there. Now, if I was a, you know, Browns or Chargers fan, I'd have been in heart attack land. But considering from a neutral point of view, was a very fantastic game where the Chargers did win, if I'm not mistaken, 47 to 42, if I'm not mistaken. Am I correct? Yes, you're right. Okay. Now, quick little fact. Interestingly enough, the Browns scored 42 points, had four, f- had 532 yards with zero turnovers. They are the first team in NFL history, including the playoffs, to lose when having either 40 points and zero turnovers or 40 points, 500 yards, and zero turnovers. Now, I hope that if you bet on this game over under, I hope that you picked the over because we could have told you that this was going to be a explosive matchup right here with these mm-hmm. two high-powered offenses in their uh, respects, but... What a game. I mean, what did you take away from that? Uh, Both playoff teams looked really good. Uh, The defense needs to go back. Both defenses actually need to go back to the drawing board because giving up 40 points, <laughs> it's not really a good thing for them. But listen, one thing I got to say here, Justin Herbert put the whole AFC on notice, right? Because he is now the division leader of what we expected to be the Chiefs all along this season. 
And he's the Chargers are the best team right now in the in the AFC. Well, tied for the best team record at least with the Bills. So listen, people got to give this team respect. And I told you this, they will be a, a playoff team, but I didn't think they'd be this good. Now they are they, they are turning some heads around. They yeah, really man, are. Justin Justin Herbert, what a player! What yeah. a fantastic young quarterback, and he and he has to be has mm-hmm. to be top ten quarterback conversation. Oh, and, right now, and I, I know it's still early in the season. But my God, he yeah. also has to be in the MVP discussions as well. Mm. Like, what a mm. player this guy is! Like, it the to, to make that transition from Oregon, where you basically have to come into the NFL and you have to kind of like learn how to be a real quarterback. Because you know, Oregon mm-hmm. run that spread, you mm-hmm. know, like real quick, dink and dunk, you know, big play kind of offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to come to the NFL, and his transition has been so seamless. Even as a rookie, he was doing this. Like he was yo, this guy. This guy is the real deal. He he is, and we saw that last year. They just needed a couple more pieces to put around him to make this team work the yo, way it's supposed to. And real quick, let's talk about Mike Williams. Mm. Th- yo, th- there's no more Keenan Allen. Keep it a buck with you. No Keenan more, Allen, not right now. Keenan Allen is wide receiver too. Right? Yeah, this season he has been. Mike Williams has officially come out. Like this is Mike Williams coming out season. I mean, yes. Maybe it's a bit longer than what it should have taken, but now mm-hmm. he has the real quarterback. Mike Williams is no longer looking like a bust. He will get paid soon. If oh Charles, my God! Charles won't pay him. You he will get bring paid. him back because of the connection that him and uh, Herbert have. You 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 would think so, but listen, if he doesn't if he doesn't go back to the Chargers this season, some team will overpay for his services, guaranteed. Because it was going to happen with Chris Godwin last year. Some team will overpay for him. He's been looking great this year. Yo, like what a play. yo! Mike Williams looking like a monster. Mm. I'm saying, yo, Herbert looking like a beast, and I and I'm not really hearing anybody give MVP shouts. Good, good I'm sitting point. here like I'm sitting here like maybe I'm just not listening hard enough. But yeah, fantastic game yesterday. Moving on though, let's just you know really quickly you know can't wait to be the Giants. All right, now nah, oh gosh. What? let's talk about that really quickly. What 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 huh? What okay? I'll give one take. Right. All right. Listen, one. I'll give one take about it. I didn't really expect the Giants to keep up with the offense of the Cowboys. I don't really think not many teams can do that at this point. But listen, um. I don't know how you feel about Saquon Barkley at this point because of his injury concerns, but like I know you like him, top five running back when he's healthy. But can you say he's a bust right now? No, no, no. Because because as you said, when because as you said, when healthy, he's one of the best. But but I but I do believe that that you're only as good as your availability. So I have to wait to see what this injury is. It looks like he just twisted his ankle, so maybe he'll just miss next week. I mean, you know, so far in his career, I mean, he's missed um one season mainly. Like, he's missed a majority of the games for one season. It's his third season. So, I wouldn't call him injury-prone yet. But if he misses, let's say if he has to miss the rest of this season or something crazy, then, I, then I'll officially label him as an injury-prone player. And then now we have to actually start thinking of, like, what we'll do in the future. But hopefully this injury is not too serious. I mean, look, I know that we're going to lose this game. I'm not a big fan of Daniel Jones, but once he's out the game, you bring in Mike Glennon, I said, yep, that's it. But Kadarius Tony, uh, on, like, the positive side, I mean, outside of this guy getting ejected and, yo, Joe Judge was going crazy. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, you know, Tony has to do a better job of keeping his cool there. I don't necessarily know what the problem was. But he did break Odell Beckham's uh, record for most receiving yards in a single game for a rookie, I think just for the Giants. I don't know if it's an NFL mm-hmm. record. But for the Giants, with 10 catches for 189 yards, and I think this is why we should fire Jason Garrett, because it's week five now. This Mm -hmm. guy was our first-round pick. He's been here since week one. 
why is this guy not getting the ball more? He's our most dangerous player, him and Saquon, in the open field. I mean, like, do you see, like, how this guy cuts when he has the ball in his hands? I did see it last uh, yeah. last and, night. It was really good. Yeah, last night. And, like, his route running is fantastic. Now, look, I, I wasn't really a big fan of him getting picked with, with that pick because even though I did know of him from Florida because Florida's my favorite team, I, I just didn't really think that we'd be taking him. Like, he wasn't who I would have thought because I didn't even think that we needed a wide receiver. I think that there was other positions that we could have addressed. But I have to say, like, I'm very impressed. And we have to find ways because he's a guy that can kick return, punt return. He can line up in the backfield. He can line up slot, the outside. He's a guy that has to get the ball in his hands. And we have so much talent on that offensive side. But we're just not clicking there. And I get it. Daniel Jones went down yesterday. So I guess I, I can give a little pass. I always did think that we were going to lose to the Cowboys because that offense is just too much. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but – yeah, I just think, you know, just moving forward, I think that we just have to find ways to get Kadarius Tony the ball more. And uh, Kenny Galladay, uh, did, you know, he wasn't really, didn't really didn't do, didn't do anything. And, you know, I expect a bit more considering that the Cowboys' pass defense is actually not that good statistically. I know that Trayvon Diggs is doing good with the with the interceptions, but overall, their pass defense is not that good. So I thought that, you know, Kenny Galladay would also do a bit better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let's move on though, because I, I don't I don't really want to start crying, man. Look, one in four. This is not where I expected my team to be at this point in the season. Mm-hmm. Cardinals versus the 49ers. You guys know my Cardinals. Now, this is the team that, that I am proud of. No, I'm not a Cardinals fan, but I do root for them. My second favorite team, I guess you can say. Kyler Murray is my favorite NFL quarterback. But he's kind of fallen off. Not that, you know, he's still playing well. Look, they're still undefeated. So I'm not gonna say that he's fallen off, but in terms of just the Stat-wise, he's just not doing what he kind of did in, like, the earliest weeks of the season. But, nevertheless, 17-10 win. And I can't say that I'm surprised. I did expect – I always expect the Cow, um, the Cardinals offense to put up more points than 17. They do have the number one scoring offense. But the uh, 49ers played them very well, and mm-hmm. they gave themselves a chance to win. So, what do you say about that? Uh, 49ers start off a little bit shaky, Trey Lance. We all know he's a rookie, but the first drive ended up in an interception. So, but, you know, the defense played really well, I must say that, because they gave him a chance to at least come back and win this game or keep him in the game. And that fourth and goal goal line stop by the Cardinals to keep Trey Lance out was exceptionally done. Well, I must say that. Uh, this is the kind of game, the game that you want to win as a Cardinals guy. You want to yeah. win this game 17-10 to 10 if your offense is not playing that good. Just manage the game, get the dub, and game plan for next week. That's all I Yep, and I think that they were very lucky that there was no George Kittle, who is on mm-hmm. the IR. So, yeah. you know, because he would actually – well, because he would have added another dimension to that game. So, mm-hmm. not saying that that would – not saying that they would have won if they yes. had him, but it, it definitely could have made this game a bit closer. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Trey, you know, I think that – I actually think that Trey Lance played well. I know that he didn't throw any uh, touchdowns on I know that he had the one interception, but – I think for his first NFL start, I mean, that Cardinals defense is a pretty solid defensive unit. You know, you're going against you – you have to worry about Jones. You have to worry about Watt, Buda Baker, and, you know, guys like that, Isaiah Simmons. So it's definitely not the easiest team that you'd want to play against as your first game. But I think yeah. Trey Lance, he handled the pressure pretty well. I mean, look, went 15 for 29, 192 yards, uh, no touchdowns, interception, and he also added 89 yards on the ground. So, I mean, you know, yeah. showing, the, showing the versatility there. And I look, I like the guy, and I actually don't want to see Jimmy G starting again. I actually think the Trey Lance show should be now. I mean, they're two and three, no more George Kittle. Like, 
I mean, you're not going to make that much noise. Even if you do make the playoffs, I think just rock out with Trey Lance and see what you have in this young guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, very, very good matchup. This is what primetime matchup should be on Sunday Night Football. So, <laughs> look, I don't got nothing to say because I think we expected a shootout, but I just didn't expect the Bills to win by as much as they did. But go ahead. Just give me your takes on this. Bills destroying the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Yeah, I, I saw a Bills win coming, but I didn't think they'll come in and slap the Chiefs up like this. I really did not see that because somehow, some way, the team always plays up to its matchups when it comes to you know the best teams, right? But that defense showed once again how terrible it can be, and it's really dangerously bad. It <laughs> it really is dangerously bad. Listen, and once you see Pat Mahomes through picks, two picks at that one return for a touchdown, I'm like, oh yeah, nah, there's no way, like there's no way. That they shouldn't be scared. They shouldn't push the panic button right now because listen, you're coming against one of the hottest offenses in the league, one of the best defenses, top right now, the best defense in the league as it stands, Buffalo Bills. So listen, Josh Allen played phenomenally well. You got Daw- you got Dawson Knox making contested catches over their DBs. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and I have the fantasy league too. I sat him on the bench and this guy wadded out for me. Golly. Dawson Knox, man. Dawson Yo, Knox. I'm not going to hold you. I think that we we should just send like, I might just send the Chiefs like my little highlight tape from my uh, football days. <laughs> Yo, facts. Because Yo. I'm not going to hold you. I'm not a bad safety. And I, I think I would do very, I think I would do a lot better than some of these guys in pass coverage. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Like, for real. Jesus Christ. I agree with I'm, you. I'm saying it right now. Chiefs are no longer your favorites to make Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree with you on that, too. That's they're done not. to me. They're not. That's I think done the Chargers are better than them right now. I think the Bills are. Browns yes. lost a close one. They're better than them. Chiefs got to fight back to win and, and hopefully make some noise for themselves because they're not looking too good right now. Seriously. Yeah, nah. The only, the, yeah, there's really nothing good about this team right now. But I, I think that the Chiefs championship window for this season mm. is very non-existent. I mean, we're, we're going to definitely see what they, this offseason, they, <laughs> they, like, I don't know. I don't really know, like, their cap structure because Patrick Mahomes is on that monster contract, et cetera. But, yeah, yes. they need to get some pieces moved around the date, and they need to draft defense, 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 more defense, 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 defense. And more defense. <laughs> you don't got to worry about the offense side of the ball. You don't. Defense, you don't. defense, defense, defense. That's what they got to do. And I'm saying it right now: the Kansas City Chiefs will not make the Bowl this year. Yeah, I, 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 I just cannot. I cannot see it. Cannot. Yeah. I, I I can't see it either right now. Clyde Edwards-Alaire also injured as well too. Listen, when you have a game when Patrick Mahomes is your leader and rusher, it's a it's a big problem. Not fast, yo. It's a big problem. And yo, I think I think well, let's call it what it is. I think Patrick Mahomes is the only black quarterback that that don't like running the ball. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so if he's your leading rusher, you in some trouble. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I mean, you know, but he does have the mobility, but the guy he relies does. more on his arm. So yeah, yeah, he has yeah. a rocking arm. It's definitely you know, the Bills had an answer for Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. I have never seen that happen where they just neutralize both guys. I've I mean, never yo, seen very that happen. solid unit. It's a very solid okay. unit that they have there. But look, real quick, um, looking at tonight for the Monday Night Football, where we have the Ravens and the Colts. Come on, Ravens! <laughs> now, I just want to, <laughs> I just want to say, <laughs> yo, chill, chill. oh god, I, I just want to say, I fully expect the Ravens to win, and anything less than that is unacceptable. And I think I could predict a Ravens win here. Uh, the Colts have not really looked that good. They have been competitive in some games, but to me, Colts are rebuilding. And I think that the Ravens, even with some of those injuries, they are still trying to compete. So give me the Ravens for tonight. 
Yeah, I think Carson Wentz is going to struggle a little bit against that pass defense that the Ravens have. I mean, the rush defense, sorry. It, 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 Carson Wentz in the running game will be able to hopefully get it going early on. That's the only way that I can see them winning. But if that doesn't happen, you know, the crowd noise away from home, it's not looking too good for the Colts right now. So I'm going to go with the Ravens here. Yes. Now, look, let's head over to the other side of – actually, I don't even want to transition like that. Let's just head into the NBA. Some let's just get into some NBA talk because okay, some pretty big news coming out of the NBA. Now we have two things to get into. Now first, let's talk on this Kyrie Irving situation, a topic that we've um discussed you know quite a bit, I'd say, mm-hmm. uh, in the past few weeks because you know has been a topic of discussion. Now, Steve Nash on Kyrie Irving's uh, availability, he's come out and said this: we we recognize he's not playing in home games. We are going to have to for sure play without him this year. So it just depends on when, where, and how much. So the end part kind of confused me a bit. But, mm-hmm. I mean, so the question that I want to ask you is, we, okay. we, like, look, we know Kyrie Irving, when he's healthy, he's one of the best point guards, one of the best players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I don't think that anybody could dispute his talent. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, and look, it's his right to not get the vaccine if, if he feels this strongly. But this is distracting the team. I mean, what do you think that the like if you were the Nets, what would you do with Kyrie Irving? Like, what would you be trying to do here? Um, because, because wait, just really quickly, uh, real quickly, remember, not only would he not be able to play home games, but now you have to also think about because if these COVID restrictions continue, he also won't be able to play the playoff home games as well. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. have that. And I look, and look, I look, Cam Thomas looks like a beast. But he's not replacing Okari over in, uh, the level of production. Mm. So, I mean, this is uh, L for the Nets so far. It is. It is. And if, if you know, being that Steve Nash is a, is a young coach, or a, he's still young as a, as a head coach, you know, last year was his first year. And he has these big kind of personalities to deal with at the moment. He has to find a way to game plan for this. And I would say his best bet would be to, since Kyrie can't play for home games, he would have to game plan for Kyrie to play on away games because that would be the most crucial, right? Because you have your best players at the helm. You want to make sure you get the most production out of him possible when you play those kind of games. And at home, you have to rely on the likes of a more cohesive unit and that helps Kevin Durant and James Harden to get the job done, um, you know, along with the crowd noise and everything. But listen, if the if this continues in the playoffs, it's a massive disadvantage for them. Basically, a, a, a handicap situation if they don't have Kyrie because you know home court advantage is huge in the playoffs as we all know and if he can't do that you have Kyrie for road games yes it'll be good to steal a road game away from home but at home is what matters you know so if a game seven comes down to where you can't have one of your best players play that game because he doesn't want to get vaccinated it's his choice it's going to be tough for them to do so so it's not looking too good for this yeah I mean does Kyrie Irving have any trade value at this point, no, because I wouldn't say so. People gotta take into account his contract if they want to take that that money along with that, right? That's first off. And what would they be willing to give for him is what remains to be seen. Like, I'm not sure if he's worth a first round pick at this moment. He maybe is because of who he is right now as a scorer. But I'm talking about like his age, his personality wise. Yeah, he, he he does come with some baggage, you know. So I wouldn't trade for him. I would not. Definitely. Yeah, especially if he's not going to be able to play. I mean, because then you have to account. Let's say if they trade him, this just an example. Let's say if they trade him like the Timberwolves, right? Then when the Timberwolves come to play mm-hmm. like New York, mm-hmm. he can't play. Yeah, 
So not can he not play home games, but then he also won't be able to play away games in states that have whatever vaccination requirements. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, man, I think the Nets are in a very tough spot here. And it's just interesting to see how, how this plays out because I – and again, look, I'm not necessarily mad at Kyrie. I, I'm I'm just a little annoyed again, as I said from before. I'm 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 more so annoyed from a selfish reason because mm-hmm. I just want what's best for for my team. Because yes. I I think you know the Nets never never won a chip, and as a Nets fan, I think this is our best opportunity to win a chip. So it's annoying from that point of view. But I mean, look, I get it. I mean, like if he really thinks that his health is going to be that greatly impacted or whatever, then whatever, it's your choice, you know. Because at the end of the day. This is only a sport, and you're looking outside of the sport, which yes. you have to do because that's not forever. But mm-hmm. I mean, damn, damn. I mean, would you take on his 36, 34 million a year I would, average? I would just, I would just, I would just get the vaccine. Okay. Yeah, like, like that's just what I would do. Like, because, like, I, I would say, yo, I'd possibly be letting down my team here. Like, you know, like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving came here together. To win a chip to you know make greatness with the Nets together. Mm-hmm. The so you're so now you're even letting down KD. Yeah. Now yeah. I, I know that KD doesn't want him traded from the reports earlier, but if you can get again, if you can get a guy like Ben Simmons, who we're gonna get into in just in just a second here. I mean, if you can go get like another superstar that that can kind of replace Kyrie that's vaccinated and is gonna be able to play all your games, mm. do it. Do it. Even without KD's blessing. Like, honestly, because I remember when they, you know, when they first said that he couldn't even practice, but then the rules changed. So now he, so now he can practice. So, I mean, hopefully the rules change where, you know, even if you're not vaccinated, but you have special exemptions for athletes, whatever, then hopefully some, something like that comes along. Mm. But if not, then him being on the team is pointless in my opinion. Mm. Yeah. An extra roster spot <laughs> just taking up. Basically, and you know, and I think that, and, and I think that that's going to come back to bite us, uh, come postseason, especially when we're trying to make that you know push for the championship. Then yeah. this guy can't play half the games, yeah. So that kind of would even like eliminate some home court advantage because it'll be like he's injured or something, yeah, yeah. It's just ridiculous. Very true. Now, uh, I do want to get into Ben Simmons, and I actually did have a quote right here, and I think that I lost it, but. Anyways, look, Paul, <laughs> yeah, because like I'm actually kind of mad that like that oh, like I lost yeah. it because because it, it was actually a pretty good quote uh, mm-hmm. on the, on like kind of like what's going on, and I'll try to find that like while we're talking about it real quick. But basically, Rich Paul and the Sixers organization are possibly talking about Ben Simmons coming back to the team. Now, I want to ask you, why do you think that this is even ha- being a conversation being taken? Because I remember the other week when we talked about it, we were saying that it's kind of too late for Ben to come back to like this team. But do you think that they're in talks? Because like Kyrie, Ben Simmons may not have any trade value. Yeah, that may be the situation. And I also think that it could also spur all into the fact that they don't want a distraction to continue to linger. And, you know, if he's not generating any trade value at the moment, if teams are not calling for him, he's going to continue to be a distraction until you get rid of him. So it's either you bring him back to the team and then hopefully he plays and that could be another distraction in itself, depending on how the season plays out. But if he plays, that will at least cool down the talks of him and the whole speculation of him leaving or not. So I, I can see why this move is being made. And just recently, they were about to make a possible trade, I, I heard at least, about him going to the Pacers for Malcolm Brogdon, Karis LeVert, and I, I think a first-round pick, which would have been actually a good deal, in my opinion. I don't know what you think about that deal, but L. I like the move. L. 
L for the for the. <laughs> I mean, Malcolm Brogdon is a good player. You get a nice bench. No, piece I mean, low. Hey, yo, look, I, I like Malcolm Brogdon and I like Karis uh, Lavert as well. I, I think those, those are two. And the first you know, good. I, I think y'all think that those are two very good guards. Yeah, but does but do like they make your championship window stay the same or even get better? In I your opinion, they can get better. To be honest, yeah, yeah, because I Malcolm mean, Brogdon is a is a a guy who doesn't really need the ball. Right, he's a guy that can work within the offense. Cares very adds into that bench depth that they that's need. True. You know, that's the first round pick also helps too for the future. So they have enough pieces to to win with with uh in in addition to those two guys. So it would be a good move for me. Now Ben Simmons going to Pacers, that would be kind of an L for him because yeah, not facts, really, not facts. <laughs> Indiana, you know, not really in the mood to win right now. So <laughs> you just trade away your best two players. Go so. to Colts games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go to the Colts games, <laughs> yo. Who's that lying? No, actually, you know what? Yeah, I think I'll agree with you. Like, yeah, I think that their championship window would actually just remain the same. Mm-hmm. And if anything, now that really does make Embiid their real focal point. It's just can Embiid's body handle like the load of being that number one option, mm-hmm. which he kind of has been anyways. Mm-hmm. But you know, like with his injury problems that he's had in like the past, so. Actually, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. But if I'm Ben Simmons, I'm definitely not trying to go to Indianapolis. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm like, oh, yeah. hell no. <laughs> I'd rather just stay in Philly. No cap. <laughs> it's cold up there, man. Like Indianapolis? It's cold. It's cold in Indianapolis. Like yeah. that doesn't sound attractive to me. Like, nah, nah, I definitely cannot. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I, I definitely can't rock out with that. But, yo, look, guys, I think that's it for the podcast. Fantastic uh, episode. Anything that you want to say for the people before we wrap this up? Yes, yes. Continue to support my guy William, the great, the the third. Dude, you know what I'm saying? I am, I am not the third, by the way. So so many Williams, yo. Like you might be the 46. It is William the 46. You feel me? But support MBS. Continue to support our socials. Follow all of us up. And it's your boy Eddie. Yeah, and we are going. I mean, look, Jalal said everything that we need that needs to be said. And we'll catch you guys on Wednesday. Go Ravens. <laughs> Stop that nonsense, please. Why do you keep on saying that? Like, bro, we get it already. Golly. Hey, yo, look, man. Don't let me. Yo, st- yo, stop. Stop doubting me for I'm supporting my for team. You. I'm rooting like, for stop. you. Like, stop. Like, 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 what's the problem with me giving my team some motivation? Oh, oh gosh. You're a team. You're a Ravens <laughs> yes. fan. My team. <laughs> oh my god! But all right, guys. Yo, make sure to you know leave a like wherever you know the podcast could listen to. Just definitely keep listening, guys. And yeah, as I said, we'll catch you guys on Wednesday, breaking down uh, tonight's game and making our picks for next week. You got to get to see the lead on Edwin get extended. Yeah, so slow, <laughs> slow. All right.